0: And we're back to the Choke Artist Podcast Experience. I'm Joe Rogan. I'm your podcast host today. (laughs) We're asking the (laughs) hard-hitting questions like, what happens when a dolphin smokes weed? Can a baby read a book? (laughs) (laughs) I'm here with the boys in champagne-colored cars. Woo. what up? it's a pleasure we did it from hot baby oh
1: it's so hot there right now uh, no shirts allowed baby that's good shit yeah
0: yeah it's uh it's chilly up here you know it is is it any of your first experiences with snow
1: no nah, not first experience okay. no okay professional
0: good. yeah hell yeah that's <laughs> what the, i like professional touring beds that know about snow <laughs> culture already you know <laughs> Snow culture. We read is up on snow culture uh, the last <laughs> snow season. So we <laughs> we, we've done our prepared. homework. Yeah. Yeah. So t- Tyler, Noah, and Tyler so the tnt boys <laughs> correct
1: <laughs> exactly that's what we were thinking when we cultivated the group
0: that's how that's how you're known in the scene too working title yeah <laughs> explosive so you've <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> i've known tyler the longest tyler two sitting in the middle <laughs> you're number two idiot um but you you played in like a lot of math rock style bands in atlanta right yeah Um, what what led about starting this other math rock ish band
1: Uh, really just my friend, other Tyler here, uh, Tyler X. Uh, I like, I like him and he came to town. He moved to town from North Carolina. He filled in on a tour for my old band Bear Girl back in the day. And, uh, he came to town and I said, I don't give a shit what's going on in your life. We're playing music. And he said, I don't really know, man. I'm not into music right now. And I said, I didn't ask you a single question when we were just talking. And uh, the band started right then. I am going to start crying. And Noah's, you know, me and Noah were jamming in another band and uh, had played before a bunch of shows. So it started really quick. He moved to town. We started the band, got in the studio right away.
0: Yeah, because you said the band started in October. And, like, EP came shortly after? Yeah, I think you moved No, it was, August. like, I
2: moved down in August, and then, like, two weeks after I moved down, Tyler sends me a text on a Sunday, like, hey, I've got an idea for a project that I want you in. I was like, okay, cool, let's do it. You know, we left it at, like, Let's Jam sometime. And then the next day, he sends me a follow-up text that says, hey, my friend's booking a show that I think this idea would be good for. It's in a month. You want to try it? And <laughs> Before first I, break. Yeah, and I guess... Noah agreed to i was like yeah let's do it and so it was
1: the band two nights from texas <laughs> yeah so they were coming through we were, i just i was like the kind of music i want to play with these guys yeah my head yeah. <laughs> would be
0: perfect
2: yeah and so it happened really quick the band as it's as a whole is i think like seven months old wow like
0: that yeah and look at this you're already up in the northeast a little bit playing yeah. Shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: just didn't want to waste any time at all oh right, yeah so.
0: and you're playing with all pretty tight bands like tonight will be exactly. cool el americano planet you yeah, time. the lineup tonight
1: is sick. I can't wait. And,
0: um, yeah, I are playing with the most tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. So it's cool, man. There there are places and bands you can play with that, like, we're all like kind of like-minded or playing the same style of music. Yeah. So, And it's funny,
1: after you do, like, just a
0: few DIY tours, and especially just hanging
1: in the East Coast mostly like we have in our other bands and this band, it's you run into the same people. Even though there's so many thousands and thousands of bands everywhere, you run into the same people that are doing, like, the same – just style of touring and booking and everything yeah so i don't know the it, it's there's a ton of people out there that we work with but it's like a small circle that i seem to keep in contact with and hell like yeah help tours make be easier
0: because like as far as atlanta goes there were not many bands doing like email math stuff that i knew oh, of. yeah yeah and i you guys could probably speak more on the atlanta scene than i can but like i would play there like in like 2008 9 10 but like i Scott Punk shows like in the band I, I still play in, but um, then like I couldn't really find like bands that were doing stuff more like Invalids or in Angles and stuff until like I talked to like Darius, who plays in Extrovert, right? Uh, not right now, Extrovert is just me and Yasin right oh. now. Oh shit, all right, yeah, yeah, but um, I think that's how I met you because then in Angles played with you guys with Extrovert in Atlanta, yeah, yeah, so
1: yeah, there uh, there hasn't been much straight up math rock I'd say There's, there's been a lot of bands there's been a lot of heavier bands that get choppy and mathy and everything but not a lot of straight up um, more along the lines of invalids or or anything like that has popped up very much so it's uh, it's it's good and bad like there's not as many fans of it in Atlanta for sure which has kind of been a bummer sure. being there but uh, the bands that are there are all really tight and really like working together I mean like the show it. Kyle House and everything. That's it's kind of how it is. Like just the the bands are all the math bands love each other and love hanging out and watching each other. And then yeah. they you know tell their friends that they're stupid if they're not there too. Yeah, yeah. And then ends up working out.
0: It'll that's how it works. You shame your You're friends to come Create out. a exactly. tight group of supportive you friends. Feel yeah. bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's paramount. Is guilting people. Yeah, whatever it takes. I think anyone who does miss a tiny scissors set is actually a stupid person because they're they are so. I would agree. I would agree. Dude, yeah. Oh
1: my God, Jason yeah jason
0: Belisha shout out it's a monster <laughs> I so love you. what's like primarily what what kind of shows are like really hitting in atlanta like rap shows i guess
3: i mean that exists but that's like a completely separate thing i think there's, there's no crossover whatsoever yeah,
1: yeah exactly and that's the thing in atlanta is there is so many completely different flourishing scenes that at any moment of any night you could find whatever you're like specifically looking for to go do yeah so it makes it a little harder to draw people out makes it you know a little harder to be the specific event that people want to go to but if you really get something special together it can be an awesome night and you know there's a lot of cool places like in in good neighborhoods we like playing a venue called 529 a lot it's on like a a great street in east atlanta and there's tons of really good bars
0: within walking distance and people just like to hang out there cool I do find that, like, in the South, there is an appreciation of music just in general. Like, uh, up here, and I think this has come up before, but, like, there's just so much going on up here sometimes that people don't give a shit. Like, if you go to New York, there's, like, people just constantly trying to hand you their demo CD or mixtape, and it's just like, get the fuck out of my face. (laughs) I don't want to listen to anything now. (laughs) But, like, I've played places in the south where it's like, and Atlanta might be different because it's a bigger city but like when like going in the places of Florida and the people are just like just thank you for coming here like making your way down here yeah you know so especially like making it down from Jersey to Georgia there's not a lot of pockets I feel where like bands that we play in like can really play yeah you know like even on the story it wasn't it like you guys what was the first show
1: it was Atlanta and then straight to Long Island. From yeah. There, you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Skipped over a whole bunch of stuff in the middle. But, yep. like, I mean, the Northeast is kind of a great place to play for this style of music, too. So,
1: Yeah, I mean, and we've thought about that, too. Me and him have even talked about, like, living in Philly and stuff at, at a certain point. Just because even if it's not, like, one single city that has a great scene for Twinkle or Math Rock or whatever it is that we're playing, a lot of the stuff up here, uh, it, it's just... The cities are closer together, and they're, they're more open to, to awesome DIY shows and things like that. Yeah. And then you can kind of – you can make a good little circuit of playing, like, Philly, New Jersey, New York. Yeah, and, and it's all, all, it's all and an hour apart. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Really That's different.
0: the best. You but guys are seriously thinking of moving up here?
1: I would not, like – we've,
2: we've
0: talked about it a couple it of times, us. yeah. yeah. talk yeah.
1: about Texas as well, like the Denton area
0: and everything. Tyler, keep talking. I said the your mic. hey girl. Ooh, I would love it if you guys like moved up here. That'd be nice.
1: Yeah, you know, I would love it too. I love like all the uh, Ben and James and all the dudes doing DIY shows and everything. I'm here. They're great guys. Yeah, and all the bands up here that I like are are really great people. And there's just a lot of cool shows and, and stuff going on all the time.
0: Yeah, totally. It's just. Uh, Little, I feel like probably more expensive. Like Jersey sucks. Like I'm sure. I, I would suggest to yeah. Philly, like rent wise, it, it's like stupid here, I think. Especially because it's a college town. Just yeah, sure. like sleazy landlords, like just running yeah. rent up. That's another thing. My uh, my rent is $800 for a three bedroom
1: house. You yeah, know? that's it's beautiful. Pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really good for a touring
0: musician that's yeah. not there that often. <laughs> yeah. So what do you guys do like uh, in between touring and stuff? Because it seems like for, from how well I know you, it seems like you. Build your life around like being able to tour as much as possible. So like...
1: yeah, this is like the least I've been actively touring in a while, just because we're getting everything ready with this band and then um, writing extrovert stuff too. But uh it's I kind of just try and make everything else revolve around it, and I I realize that after my very first tour, I think is that I like being out on the road with my band more than anything in the world. So when I'm home, I just try and work as much as possible and. and keep grinding and be getting being 100% ready for the next time we go out. Yeah. And I, I just kind of like when it when it feels like being home is the in-between time of totally. what you actually do. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> it can become, like, hard. Like, you lose sight of, like, tour and the yeah. when it's, like, yeah. eight months away. Like, I've been looking forward to, like, a summer tour since December. Like, yeah. I started planning and I was like, why am I planning this now? This is sad. Right, like, yeah. Oh, the band's going to get back on the road one of these days. You wait and see. <laughs> I'm already turning into that, like, washed-up guy, but. <laughs> you know, it's, you can't lose sight of, like, the this, this stuff that you like to do.
1: Exactly. And then th- what's funny, too, is there, there's a dynamic in every band I'm in where there's certain people that everyone loves touring and wants to be on the road. But there's certain people that cannot wait to get home by the time it's done and everything. Yeah. And though I get the comfort of going home, I'm the complete opposite. And on, like, our approach back to Atlanta, my, like, crippling depression sets in. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yes, I go back to, like, working for people tomorrow. Yeah. And having no no awesome plans of meeting up with amazing people and playing shows anymore for a while, you know? Yeah.
0: It's (laughs) tough. It's cool you guys were able to swing even this, like, little run.
1: Yeah, you know? I think I think that's the plan for now. Just because we can't afford to lose our jobs right. as much as we want to tour, so gonna do weekenders and weeks until like you know we can definitely make enough money to possibly lose our jobs by being out yeah, longer. Exactly. Yeah,
0: that's it. That's it. <laughs>
2: Having the option to walk away is is beneficial.
0: <laughs> yeah, Hi, you, there's still no matter what I think is that leap of faith moment where you're like, yeah. Uh, yeah, fuck, are okay, but. You know, exactly.
1: You if the opportunities were coming in, I would have no problem just being an Uber or Lyft driver in between tours. If if yeah. I was touring that much, you know, totally. And I just needed to scrape by when I was back. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it would be nice. Um, no, what band did you play in before this band? I
3: played in a band called Dog Years that was like, uh, it was like
0: punk emo. <laughs> punk
3: emo, yeah. Uh, okay. It was fun. I guess we did some things sometimes.
0: Nice. it's good to do things yeah i
3: don't know
1: <laughs> um most chill sentence 2018 <laughs> we i was in a band we did things That's sometimes fun. i get lost in my thoughts for a lot as yeah. they can tell you <laughs> no worries no, dog ears is really cool they were like energetic and they got a little noodly every once in a while wouldn't say they were mathy or anything like that but they were uh they were a really cool band to watch. Sweet. They were, they were a lot of fun. And they, yeah. Uh, they ran a really good house venue for a while, too, in Atlanta. That was a lot of fun. And, and we had a lot of really good shows. That Alaska Lions show I was talking about earlier was there. Some yeah. Some my favorite Jank played there back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of really, really cool house shows have happened there. Cool.
0: Do you guys yeah. remember a band from Atlanta called Top Bonk? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah Joey. We, Joey McChicken. Mm-hmm. Like four or five years ago, probably. Nice.
3: Yeah, the, the drummer is this guy named Greg. Uh, he does this thing called Super Body now. Super Body. And awesome when you get like a chance to check that
0: out, you should check it
3: out. It's a complete 180 from top on. Oh, right it's out. very interesting. <laughs> yeah.
0: Does he like do electric like programming and stuff? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. It is straight up like new wave music almost.
3: Yeah, yeah. it's, it's awesome. like a whole act lifestyle. Man, it's very Aesthetic. committed. Yeah, yeah, he's very. Committed to this aesthetic, for sure.
0: Yeah. Nice. Do you guys hear a new Paramore record? Have you guys fuck with that? Not the what, newest the, one. After Laughter? Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah me yeah, too. Yeah, definitely. it kind of has that, like, 80s, like, new wave vibe on it. I like thought, a,
2: I kind of, I mean, as much as I like the older Paramore records, I think they, that if they were to continue in this direction, it'd be pretty perfect for me, actually. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. As cool as those yeah, old I records mean, are. As I do love the old records, but how much
1: more of that can they really do? You know, Yeah, time and place for it. Yeah. Like, when they're,
0: like later 2000s, like, pop-punk emo. As yeah, long as they still do it live, people it's will a be happy. It's a different band, too. You know? yeah. Was it ever a band? <laughs> it was. Let's, Ooh, go, deep. Let's go deep. Let's get political. We're, we're was the never facts. A band. 311
1: did Paramore.
0: <laughs> it is
1: 311 Day. <laughs> it is. I to bring day. that up and let everyone know to celebrate and know that you should always be down-down. Amber's the color baby. 311 was actually my first favorite band.
0: Nice. That's beautiful. That's a fact. And current. That is beautiful. That's I remember downloading down actually I'm like cuz <laughs> uh, downloading down on Kazaa yes. Yeah baby oh definitely and, like, before the B comes in he's just like choo <laughs> my friend was like you got to check these guys out they're amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you just amazing really got
1: Holy shit our lives have changed
2: <laughs> I am
1: down let me put this compact disc in
0: Yeah they're playing that, uh, I mean, you guys might not know this, but, like, I'm a gigantic scoundred, and they're playing yeah. this, like, festival in, like, um, in California, Back to the Beach. Travis Barker or- or organized it. Oh. He's playing drums for Goldfinger. What? Okay. Bar- um, Aquabats are playing, 311's headlining, Sublime with Rome. Naturally. <laughs>
1: Isn't Travis Barker Aquabats drummer, too? Yeah. Um, oh, So he might play he's some songs to H them.
0: eight gigs in a row. Yeah. One day. Who knows? Because he's a straight hustler. True, man. That's Stars and Straps. Yeah. He likes fast cars and grinding and hustling. You know.
1: I heard his mohawk was pure bone, so it doesn't fall. <laughs> I don't think he's had a mohawk for like ten years, though. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not.
0: He's had a
2: shaved head for a while.
3: Now. We saw a truck yesterday with one of those famous stars and straps stickers.
2: Yeah, on it. Like, man. Huge yesterday. back window. Yes, was. yesterday. Wow. On wow. the way to New York. Yeah.
0: Damn, 2018. That's pretty impressive.
2: Still rolling hot, New Jersey yeah, Turnpike, dude. baby. Yeah, true, yeah, true. You would that's see. Turnpike behavior. Turnpike.
0: I read his book and like he just started that shit and just got a warehouse space and just started like tagging everywhere. He's a very like hands-on guy, so he would just like tag stickers everywhere and then like hang out with Skinhead Rob from the Transplants and just smoke blunts in public. <laughs> I guess that's like still the san diego
2: mentality that he's always had like that whole just running gun kind of thing that you have to get yeah. everything out there at once like yeah totally
0: he said the reason he covered his body in tattoos was that so he never even had the opportunity to get a job yeah like forcing himself to like i just know, think that was perfect. so
3: cool when i was 14 i was like i'm gonna get a throat tattoo too yeah tomorrow just the f word
0: across your throat <laughs> oh that'd be so awesome <laughs> What do you say after this podcast, guys? <laughs> I've already made the appointment. Oh, we dedicate ourselves to the scene and get the F-word tattoo <laughs> across our throats. That would be such a good it's show. All of us with swollen, though. bloody throats. <laughs> you <laughs> guys are, are trying to scream. And every <laughs> I would love to scream and just squirt blood from my throat. <laughs> yeah. I, I come out of the word fuck, too. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: We're back, guys. I got to lotion this fuck tattoo. We need a videographer for the show tonight. Yeah, for sure.
0: I got this tattoo, so I've never had to work a fucking day job again. That's it, baby. Math Rock 2018. Never going back
3: to the Mercedes dealership.
0: <laughs> I do see Math Rock like, growing more as a genre, which is cool. Yeah, definitely. I, uh, I, I think
1: the best thing about it that I've noticed recently, and I was talking to you, I'm. Trying to get like a little tape thing going A little small DIY tape label Hell yeah And I just put out feelers for uh, Either like the Twinkly Emo stuff Or straight math rock And the first bands I found were Two bands from Russia A band from the Philippines And uh, a band from Manila And they're all great And they're all That's really, really <laughs> Yeah. And they all have elements of math And and it's it's just really crazy that And we've all had the same talk with all of them They're like this is is kind of crazy that this kind of Almost niche genre is like connecting us from this far and this instantly. Yeah, so, it's been really cool. Yeah, I think it is growing. And like, I think it's just planting the seeds everywhere, and it's slowly growing from from these bands really busting their ass and getting out there. Yeah. If you look at like
3: Bandcamp analytics a lot, like I do, um, if you go to the hits thing or whatever where people are coming from, like half of ours is on like from VK dot whatever it is, which yeah. is like the Russian the European or Facebook. European yeah. Facebook. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's cool.
1: Yeah, and that's another thing. Just to have like an international group of of friends that do the same thing, and then that's the dream. Is eventually we just have a permanent world tour circuit that I can send every math rock. Band
0: <laughs> on <Yeah>. The world <laughs> tour. <laughs> <would be> nice. <laughs> One of these days, um, do you find that like there's a lot of bands that kind of just all start sounding the same? Like, all right, for example, like, you know those, like, chill hip-hop YouTube channels? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, fuck with that. I fucked with that real heavy lo- year. Lo-fi hip-hop them, yeah. beats
3: to study and chill to...
0: <laughs> Ten-hour loops. Yeah, exactly. I would listen to them all the time, and then, like, eventually I was like, wait, all of these are the same thing. It's just, like, yeah. a, a piano sample, run through some, like, lo-fi filter, yeah. and then, like, boom-bap drums on it, and that was it. But, I mean, Ma- Math Rock's a little different because it requires some... Yeah. You know, finesse But I feel like You could still, like Find an open tuning And just, like that, yeah deal that's, around
1: That definitely sucks A little bit about Our genre specifically Is there is a lot of, like Midwest or Twinkle emo bands Yeah That uh, do just Turn on the uh, The open tuning And the capo On the third fret mm-hmm. And that's every single song And uh, as, as much as I like that tone And that sound And everything It is easy to sound The same exact kind of Of Uh, Noodly and and technical by by doing things like that and yeah I think it it ends up blurring together a little bit I
2: think from my perspective too like yes but also being in a band with Perkins has kind of encouraged me to pay more attention to to what makes them different and like you know you can find little nuances that do make them different I guess as a broad spectrum I thought it did all sound the same until I started Playing it in this band, you know, I mean, like the mathy emo kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah,
1: because I'm you can take a band that's super, I don't know, like like lighter math tones, like a AM Overcast, still crazy mathy and technical and and really awesome and just generally like in in depth music. And then there's a like last night we were listening to Save Us from the Archon, which is also a crazy mathy band. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nothing at all similar to each other. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: Thrash metal—they're yeah. coming from the, the heavier end of it, but yeah. What's
1: fu- What's funny too is I think the post-hardcore stuff has gotten—I mean—and no offense to him because I came up like I think dance cam and dance and bands like that are what got me slowly more towards straight up math rock and everything. Yeah. But I do think a lot of those post-hardcore bands, even though when when bands like that started popping up, it was in general just a more original style. There's a general formula that has worked for all of them, and yeah. I think they're all following that now.
0: Yeah, it becomes pretty homogenous, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like guitar solos and like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, wait. Uh, I had a joke once, and it was, all right, pick which kind of post-hardcore band you want to be. Um you can be a band where you put a lot of pomade in your hair and sing about how broken you are on the inside. <laughs> or don't shower for a week, grow your hair out really long, play a lot of guitar solos, and sing about the galaxy. <laughs> i
2: choose the first one.
0: Yeah, I'd be more of a pomade core guy, I For think. sure. But Yeah, and I think that, too, like, um,
1: not to be, like, all, all about the righteousness, but here I, th- we go. I think a lot of it... Is just like dudes trying to be sexy as hell now. Yeah, it's weird. And that gets to me a little bit. It's weird. I but don't know. And it's like more it. about like image and dressing like a Jedi and <laughs> and stuff like that than it is about being original, I, I feel like. Yeah. yeah, and like
2: we're hot enough for sure.
0: Yeah, you guys so, look. You know hot, what I mean? Dude. We obviously but we did, it's care not a lot fair.
1: about how we look and we worry about what people think of us and we want to look hot to everyone. Yeah. If you see well, us, t- please tell us how attractive we are. We're not going to. We're not going to actually try, you know? That's the <laughs> difference between us and the post-hardcore guys. I feel
0: like the days of, like, that, like, just alternative press being relevant, it just comes from, like, warp Tour, the warp Tour days, and I think we're going to see those yeah. end hard, yeah. like, pretty it, soon. It is
2: ending. With with the end of warp Tour, for sure, yeah.
1: Yeah. We'll take a lot of that with it. Yeah, totally. I think, I think you're right. I think that is, like, the era we're coming into.
0: Yeah. Who know? And I, I don't know. It could really... Anything's possible for what happens next. I think. I mean, shit's already going well for a lot of different genres and music, mm-hmm. and I'm sure post-hardcore bands. Some of them, will... like Dance Kevin, Dance, will never get smaller mm-hmm. at this point. Like, yeah. and they're good. I like that band. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Same. Agreed. So, like, you know, fucking awesome. I
1: it, yeah. That, and that's another thing. They're almost like Godfather status of that stuff. So it's hard. Like, even if they do something kind of redundant, you're like, but they did it first or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh.
0: It's funny. I used to because I I was in the like. Hard like melodic hardcore and post hardcore like four years before that and like mm. i remember like riding the bus in high school my friend was showing it to me and i'm like why is he that guy singing like that yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. i think too what's funny is a lot of those bands were inspired by some of the most original bands ever like so many of those dudes love at the drive-in yeah and stuff like yeah. that Glass-Draw, yeah Glassjaw yeah glass and at the driving are huge for all those people yeah but they don't really sound anything like those people at yeah all. yeah
0: no. like i had i had a, a gripe against bands that when the singer sung it sounded like he was doing this motion with this hands like "Ah, (laughs) uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like waving goodbye to someone yeah that's perfect yeah I mean you know any any genre can become stale or too much yeah you
1: know and this is also just from our perspective because some people just love being that way so yeah it's just their thing people like what they like yeah you know wear long shirts and be sexy
0: so what, what does CCC bring to the table
1: so, that's different ooh, besides,
0: besides being buff jim gym boys yeah, but other we're so than so buff ra-
1: we can't put our arms down
2: other, that's the main thing other than <laughs> r- other than raw sex appeal Did um, yeah. i you know Did i just say I, raw or ross yes ross sex, ross appeal. sex appeal yeah uh Ross. Know, it sounds you, good deals. It, from <laughs> <laughs> so from subliminal ad from i mean honestly obviously this is an inside perspective but i think we're a fun band even though we're you know we would consider ourselves an emo band i still think we're yeah. fun to listen to you know we still do some pretty up up tempo you know yeah
0: from and what I heard there was some faster stuff like kind of yeah, punky
1: yeah and yeah not to toot our own horn and say something every single person says about their own band but I think we are a mix of genres and not just like straight I don't think you can like throw us right down one category or anything like do that do not typecast and, us and uh yeah I think I think just all the influence comes in in, in different places and everything
0: yeah It's all it takes you yeah. know do your own thing and just write good songs. And yeah. I think
1: that's uh, something about growing up and playing music too. Is I, f- I feel like a lot of people when you're younger, think your band mm-hmm. needs needs to decide like what what road you're gonna go yeah. down, rather than just make like jam and make. Choose what you your destiny. Like. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I,
2: I a lot of people are like, "Yeah, we're gonna be just like DG Day. Well, I think yeah. another big thing that makes us sound like us is that um, we've all spent time in respective music scenes separately. Like, obviously, Tyler's done a lot of the mathy stuff for much longer than I have. This is my first even kind of mathy band. I spent a lot of time in like the metal and hardcore scene and stuff like that. In North Carolina? uh, Yeah, in North Carolina. What was was that like? It was pretty cool, man. I mean, um, I was in a a band called Green Eggs and Slam for a while. That was a good time. That was like a prog gentee metal band. (gasps) And then yeah,
0: blah blah blah. We're in North Carolina. I lived uh, all along the Triangle, Raleigh, okay. Durham. Dude, area. I was there over the summer. Also, like I drove the North Carolina Sea Hope all like four or five years ago. <laughs> nice, it's fucking awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then for the for my last little stint there, I was in a uh, I guess you can call them melodic hardcore band called Acelia. That cool. was a lot of fun. And so, like, we all come from I guess different different um, areas of music that kind of gives us each a different way of approaching our own music. Which yeah. I guess it makes it stick out to me. Yeah,
1: Noah came up on like old screamo and and I mean that mainly that, right?
3: Yeah, well, yeah, I listen. Yeah. That.
1: Did you like the older emo bands like Promise Ring and stuff too or was it mainly heavier stuff?
3: Uh yeah, it was mostly heavier stuff and there was like, you know, like the the 2010 era top shelf records yeah. type sure. stuff was Important pretty supporting for everyone I think it yeah was like a big at that time shit. especially it was monumental yeah I remember the first thing I ever really liked was like melodic hardcore like mm-hmm. seven angels seven plagues Dude, someone showed yeah, me that band absolutely. I was like this is so tight and then from there like misery signals and all that shit But have you uh, seen
0: the misery signals documentary
3: yeah it was a while ago I yeah think,
0: yeah, it's really good though it talks Sounds about, like like, didn't talks like about the reunion tour and like talks about like them being in seven angels and like their fucking bus accident yeah and the they're on tour with like the guitarist dies like they're kids like they're 18 19 oh, and then that's where the song this Year's summer ended in june came from right it's right. about the singer's friend who was in the other band dying Damn. So, shit. heavy shit yeah, yeah for sure yeah i have never been in a car accident on tour that's nice i mean yeah, i guess knock on wood you yeah. Know, right. <laughs> 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 sight gag
3: this is the first toy i've ever done without a trailer and it's like the best thing so on the better, face of right? the earth
0: <laughs> you guys have everything in a car Yep, truck yeah oh hell yeah yep. awesome
2: this is this is the first trio i've ever been in and i hope i'm never trio in another life, baby yeah it's I hope i'm never in another <laughs> band that needs four members
0: yeah as a drummer too like over time i just bring less and less and it's <laughs> beautiful yeah started with like a five when i was like 13 i had like five tom drums like just <laughs> <one gemba>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it now yeah. <laughs> i just a have just a one eye. cajon <laughs> tour <laughs> <That's it. laughs> a cajon and a djembe uh, we're on that acoustic it. tour now it's my yeah. whole rig no, yeah, they still play electric, like, distortion, and I just slap the cone. That's and awesome. Play some breakdowns. There's definitely. I would love
1: to hear a cajon blast beat.
0: That's truth be told. Bullshit. Dude, there's a, there's a cone right there, actually. I hey, should we your cajon
3: acts the same way my cajon does, as a table. Yeah, it's great. Exactly. I forgot it was there until
0: we started talking. I'm like, wait, I think I have one. I should have one. Oh, yeah. that's not a table? That's occasion. Do you see the iron next to it, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I've been ironing <laughs> shit up here, too. Are
3: oh, we yeah. going to a music store that does, like, a lot of, like... Uh, ethnic percussion and stuff like that and every time someone buys a cajon i'm just like why the fuck are you buying a cajon?" yeah they're fun because <laughs> they the play for a hour.
0: church dude. yeah they are fun it's for fun. an hour or if you get like an acoustic gig i guess but then after yeah that... my
1: my cousin plays cajon in a band that gets like three grand a gig yeah like, okay corporate events <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I, I don't like, think my I mean, back like, could, could like, take, take that. that i guess that's why you How play cajon? cajon
2: oh my god
0: <laughs> yeah it's a straight profit well if you
2: get a custom one you know
0: you probably build one just Get a wooden box and put pebbles and rocks in it. And that there, reminds you know, me, my
2: signature cajon is coming out in uh, about eight months. Now.
0: I did
3: I did build the cajon I have.
0: Nice. Yeah. Oh, a little it was, DIY it was a little father-son
3: <laughs> bonding experiment oh, nice. uh, back <laughs> like, 10 years ago. Yeah. Nice,
2: dude. Yeah. That was on that DIY cajon scene. Me and my dad built a lot of cool
1: shit, man. DIY
0: cajons.
2: Let's take a DIY. break while Noah <laughs> reminisces about his dad for a while.
0: I kind of want to hear more about it. I kind of want to just put pennies in a laundry basket and call it a cajon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make Punch a range it. of homemade cajons. <laughs> Sell them for a lot of money. That's how that's how we get the cash, baby.
2: Hand assembled.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Hand assembled.
2: Locally uh, sourced. That's how you get the money. Yeah.
0: So, so, all right. Tomorrow you're in Connecticut. Then you're in Brooklyn at Gold yeah. Sounds, which right. is a yeah. very cool place. Did James book that show? Yep. James yeah. Gaskill. All right. And Ishmael's playing. Yep. Yeah, awesome. That'll be a pretty good show, I think. Yeah, we're stoked. Yeah, yeah, man, we're hell excited. yeah! And then back down to Atlanta. Yep. Yeah. Oh,
1: North Carolina.
2: Yeah, Raleigh between Brooklyn and home.
0: Oh, you're playing there too. Yep. yep. Cool. We're we're in
2: Raleigh. Place uh, called Deep South.
0: Yep. Okay. Um, Played many times. Yeah,
2: it's a pretty sweet place. It's a it's a small room, but you know, we're. Uh, we I don't think
3: there. we'll need a big room. I think we'll be fine it's with kinda, the
1: small room. It's, it's a cool place and the sound is good, but. Um, it's one of those weird places where they have a stage that's like three and a half feet high, <laughs> but it's oh, only it's, like a foot deep.
2: And it's tiered it's like, too.
1: It's like, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like tiered. You yeah. guys never told me this. So it's like...
2: It's too late now. am excited. You're kind of on
1: in like the corner of the room, like sure. way above everyone. A well, little weird. Yeah, but it's cool.
0: Whatever. Yeah. yeah.
1: Another price. good thing about being in a trio <laughs> is they can really shove us in any corner. Yeah. <laughs> we'll play wherever, yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's great. Hell
0: yeah. Um... You said you grew up in, in North Carolina.
2: No, I grew up in a town in Georgia called Woodstock, but I moved. I moved to North Carolina in two thousand nine with my family. Okay. Just spent a lot. Spent actually, the, I would say the majority of my music career there. Cool. You know, I, I don't. I think I had only started playing music like a couple of years before I left. So you know, everything everything I knew about playing live and stuff like that all happened there.
0: Tight. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was like a pretty big hip hop scene down there, I think too. From what I remember, I used to listen to this rap group called Little Brother, and like I know they were like based out of Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, like the Triangle City—is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah the, the Research, Research Triangle. Triangle. Research Triangle. It's because yeah.
2: there's colleges, Jinx, right? Just the stepping,
3: stepping all over me. It's just because of the colleges, right? That's why they call it the Research there's Triangle. Well, the- it's
2: medicine too. There's uh, there's hospitals all over the when place. When I first started playing
1: there, I did hear about a lot of like DIY rap stuff that was popping off, and then yeah. just just rappers in general were doing really well.
0: Yeah. That's neat. And
1: the Durham shirts, remember? Durham?
2: Yeah, a million of them. They're great. There's ones that uh, I'd rather get shot in Durham than uh, be bored to death in Kerry. Those are good ones. You see those?
1: (laughs) I love that when small towns beef like that. (laughs) No one else, no one within, like, no one 50 miles away has any clue what either of those towns are. Yeah, they just, they, they,
2: like, fuck Kerry. Yeah, eight miles
1: away from here. Fuck
2: them. It's so ridiculous. They run off of each other's stereotypes, even though they know that, like, they know exactly what uh, their you, you each you, you, like, other's cities are like. You
1: like cookout.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's not fair. Everybody in North Carolina likes exactly. cookout. I saw a guy uh, on the street the other day wearing a straight out of New Brunswick shirt. Like, remember, straight out of Compton. Yeah. Oh, oh, I guess yeah, someone modded it. Straight out of New Brunswick. Seems like. Did you ask him what that means? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was driving, but I think it just meant you know, from the streets, New Brunswick, baby. We out, you yeah. Blah blah. <laughs> blah
2: blah. <laughs> 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 Lots of blobs
0: <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> yeah. They're I from mean, here, right? Yeah, Thursday i thought you were just saying thursday Thursday. (laughs) what day it was yo
1: happy sunday
0: my chem my chemical romance kind of like played here played here a lot not from here saves the day played here a lot um lifetime bouncing souls uh probably more shit. you know screaming females Ooh, they're pretty active yeah Yeah, they that big like in in the 2008 9 10 they were playing here a lot like in basement shows and stuff their grip band. Yeah. Really cool. Really fucking different. Yeah. Yeah. Ripping, ripping the guitars and like singing interesting stuff. Lots of sick ripping. Yeah. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Rip sickers. I wanted to ask something about your band. Oh, um, do you have new stuff written? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: We actually have two new songs in our set for this tour. And uh, I think. I think we're going to try and do an LP. I don't, I don't really know what our official plans are. We want to write as many songs as possible, but uh, the guy we did our EP with is moving away, and I wouldn't mind recording with him again before yeah. he goes. So we might try and do a split with someone or something like that with the songs we have. But cool. yeah. yeah. Writing all the time. Yeah. As much st- as we can. Yeah. LPs when we get hard. back, I think that's kind of the focus. You're also in point. between practice spaces right now, so yeah. it's been hard to write recently. But, yeah. um, How do you guys write? Place.
0: Like at out of practice is it just like do you show up with riffs or does everyone kind of like chip in
1: it always start with just a single riff from him or me probably and then we just all elaborate on it together add
0: to it yeah it's it's
2: surprisingly quick in my opinion Usually, yeah. it's Tyler it's, Tyler will go hey I've been wanting to try this new tuning and then he'll tap some little thing and we'll be like we all like that. Let's do that. And then <laughs> just go from there. Yeah, I've,
1: I've been messing a lot with more tunings, and, and I have been doing, like, cable stuff. On the third fret. Especially threat. since, um, like, I don't use my middle finger on my finger my fingering hand at all, so I'm just having to make do with... Why, do you have, like, a bunk middle finger? Yeah, I got... Uh, Sliced? Two years ago, I got in a crazy wreck, and it broke on every single section, oh, and the God. tendon got destroyed, and uh, can only go... About so far down, can't like make a fist or anything. And then I have like almost no feeling in the fingertips still. So just no pressure or
2: anything. Did did you say they like, there is a way they could kind of fix it, but it's like another year of. Well, that's what
1: sucks is the the main way they could fix it now is opening it back up, taking out the scar tissue, and then making me rehab it while it's open. Yeah. So the scar tissue doesn't reform in the same place. Oh,
0: like so the cup would stay open? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd gnarly. be like wrapped
1: up but it wouldn't be stitched yeah. closed or anything like oh, that so the scarring gnarly. doesn't it's 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 probably scary. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, I, and I, would, I would still have to do, do like the um, sandblasting and all that stuff to like desensitize <sighs> and a everything.
0: Lot. I like to think that the, the physical therapy is just you flipping people off <laughs> it's people a lot of that there it's just... a lot of like
1: stretching rubber and everything so I just have to <laughs> Ooh, <yeah. laughs> but it's crazy cause like my whole hand was wrapped up for so long um Cause they had to tie my fingers together, so it grew back normal, and uh, so my whole hand, besides my pointer and my thumb, was wrapped up. For Wait, did over I a month. see
0: you when you were like that? Right
1: after. Yeah, I
0: remember you talking about that, and that was yeah. last March. Was yeah, like yeah, that. exactly. Yeah, and, and the, it's
1: like right after I got my thing off, pretty much. But my. Uh, I think like the grip comparison was like I could squeeze about 140 pounds with this one and less than 40 with this oh. one. So it was like starting from, from baby times with yeah. my left hand again. But It's, uh, it's
0: getting better though? Or?
1: Yeah, and, and like I said, it honestly really helped me learn new techniques with guitar sure and just try different stuff out the first thing i did when i got my hand wrapped up was i laid my guitar on a table and wrote a song just tapping over top playing it like a keyboard so yeah i like i got so used to it i forgot and eventually it was like when do i book shows when do i like (laughs) i'm like oh shit this is only another like two weeks of this and i can hold my guitar again
0: right on (laughs) <laughs> your pinky game is probably pretty strong now. Like your pinky is probably
1: oh a little better, but I still have just never been good with it's my har- pinky. It's and my hard. pinky, I have like the real bad same same movement with the ring finger thing, yeah. where I can't get them very independent of each other. Yeah, but
0: uh... we're all trying it now. I've,
1: I've, I've <laughs> we're all doing it now. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I've, uh, sight gag. Uh,
0: I've, I,
1: th- I think I've gotten used to to how it is now. And Hell yeah, I'm. I'm comfortable writing this way now, so it's yeah. been a lot of fun.
0: Bringing bringing the tasty jams to Hot Lana. God, we're working yeah, strong. You, you guys ever see that show Atlanta? Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. I watched yeah. like fucking three great. episodes last it's night. It's so good. It rules. Yeah, like oh, yeah. I, I love fucking Donald Glover. He's, He's a man. genius. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, he was all uh, like a comedian before everything. Like he had like a YouTube channel. And, yeah, like, did, like uh, sketch comedy stuff. It was I really remember funny.
1: the um, Derek comedy. Yeah, the bro rape video. Yes, guy. exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, him well, and Bobby Moynihan.
2: His, uh, you know who his dad is, don't you? Corey Glover? He's a singer for Living Color. Really? Yeah, that's who his dad well, is.
0: I had no idea.
2: Yeah, and so like, it's just like, oh, cool. How much of that talent did you inherit? All of it.
0: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> music jeans. I have a kid who I teach in school and his his dad's in Earth Wind and Fire. What? <laughs> his, dad, his dad's like a plays percussion in Earth Wind and Fire. That's since, awesome. Not an original member but since like ninety eight or something. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. It's pretty sick. And the kid is just like really good. That's an instrument. so cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's like it's nice being around that. I think my parents didn't play shit but they listened to a lot of disco. So I was subjected to that. I'm not sure if it made me a <laughs> better or it. worse person, but it was a big, big disco baby. Nice. That's, <laughs> I'm fine with it. I love yeah. disco babies. Yeah. So what are what are places you like to play in Atlanta? Uh,
1: that 529 spot is really cool. Uh,
3: the bakery. A, there's a new place called The Bakery, and I think they're going to do important things in the next couple years Definitely. if they can it's make a, it a couple years, which I think the bakery? they will. Yeah,
1: it's a really cool DIY spot that's uh, – it it's got its own lot and everything. It's which a huge is, art gallery. Yeah, yeah. It's really rare to have like the the ease of of how how just crazy awesome it is there. Mm-hmm. Just parking, playing, performing the the standing area, everybody the merch that, area, everything. Everybody that
2: runs it is super nice and like really accommodating. They actually uh they do a lot of like local events and stuff like that too. That's they hosted too, they yeah. hosted the anniversary of the women's march down there. Cool. And like they they're just down for doing really cool stuff for the community.
1: Yeah, so you're like a lot of the shows they have there will have local organizations that help a lot of people out and stuff there so it's just like a whole it's, it's a real community event every time something happens there so
0: it's a bakery and art gallery and a venue and it's like, not a bakery I think it's, it's, not it's not I think it's just called the bakery it's yeah. Just, yeah. we could put an oven in there I'm sure they have I wasn't one. sure if it was like a storefront that had like backspace oh, no, yeah. no, no, <laughs> they just called <laughs> that well
2: that would be tight I don't think it is yeah
1: <laughs> yeah we've been missing something like that because there used to be a place he was talking about this earlier a place called wonder root that was a uh,
0: and Marietta right wait no, no. no. that's Swayze's Swayze. Swayze. <laughs> <laughs>
1: As Swayze's is, is not a good place, and the owner is a piece of crap. So is it, I'll put that out that's there. That's true. Yeah. Is <laughs> it the Oof. guy
0: from the band I'm thinking of that used to like light their genitals on fire? Yes, Treefort. That's that's correct. Yeah. 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 I've heard. I've heard some stories. They lit their gins on fire.
1: They're really bad people. But,
0: yeah, uh, that was like <laughs> the venue that
3: we went to when we were like, well, me because I was more from that area yeah. of Georgia, from like like early in high school and middle school. I think i Yeah. As time got on, it sh- shit got, and got weirder and worse. Yeah. yeah.
1: But uh, there was another, that place Wonder Root was in Atlanta, and it was an art space, but it was mainly just a basement of a house, and they were just really cool with giving the keys to a local person who wanted to throw a show, and I've, I've had so many of my favorite legendary shows down there. Like My old indie band played with Pine Grove down there, and, and, and played with like Somos a couple times down there. Sick. Yeah, it was just always a ton of fun, super hot. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. Basement nice muggy, show. yeah,
3: that was the place that you went to saw all the bands, and then, like, the next year they're like doing some crazy huge tour and yeah. playing at exactly, the masquerade yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, okay.
1: it would like you would like start to pop off there, and then. Yeah, by the
3: next next
0: time year, we'll
1: be on some some more B or A market <laughs> yeah. type place. Yeah. At
0: Masquerade just reopened too, right? Yeah. Yep. How is that like? I I was at the old one. I don't the know. rooms
1: and the sound are good. Well, not as into the location. They truth did. Be told.
2: They did have to close uh, Heaven down
0: for a little while because it already has a hole in the floor. <laughs> wow. Oh, so there's still like a Heaven and Hell stage at this one. Heaven, it's Hell, and three Purgatory. Three yeah, okay, cool.
3: Yeah, it's like uh, it's, it's it's in a thing called Underground Atlanta, which was a failed investment into downtown proper Atlanta, where it was basically like an outside mall alley thing it was it was kind of odd um so pretty much everything there is abandoned and
1: so lots of closed stores yeah
3: Yeah, it's a nice little
0: like it looks like a nice little
1: shopping center but there's just nothing there pretty much
0: yeah do shows do okay there or Depending on the show, yeah. yeah. If it's enough for people, I guess drive out there and yeah. Park I mean, all that. the shows that would be big
2: anywhere uh, are uh, still Attila big and ICP
3: there.
1: ICP is about to happen there, and
3: I'm
2: together it'll sure do great. Yeah, yeah. together. What I think it might f- be like, and I'm super pissed that we're on tomorrow. tour because I want to go to <laughs> that for <laughs> <laughs>
0: sure. Oh man, I, I almost went like, to the we, Juggalo March, but we Washington,
2: saw DC. Noah and I saw a and pile in Hell that did crazy well.
0: That's such a fucking cool lineup too. It really Yeah, yeah, it was
2: great. Really um, uh, and then. Tyler and I saw beach slang and pet symmetry there and that did well like towards the end of the night yeah <laughs> but
1: still there was still I'd say there un- could have been more under, people under 70 people there like maybe not even 50 there was not a ton of people there well, I guess towards the end for beach slang, but yeah yeah i mean the pet sim dudes were like just standing around on their own <laughs> the yeah, entire yeah. night it's <laughs> kind of weird they're just kind of uh, hanging out yeah like they're pretty legendary to us so that's kind I of thought those... I'd
3: be one in a million there but that's kinda of the way Atlanta is. Yeah. You you look at I always like to look at like the tours and like, oh, under just because I've noticed it over the years, I'm like, okay, I'm going to look on their <laughs> Boston event, right? It's sold out in like a 400 cap room and yeah. they come down to Atlanta and they play a 200 cap room and there's about 50 people there or something. Yeah. And that kind of goes for everybody. Like the,
1: the hardcore shows have been really big there. Like Not yeah. Loose was sold out. Yep. You know?
3: yeah. Well, Atlanta hardcore scene is, I would say, a lot bigger than... True. There is like a, a really big hardcore scene in Atlanta.
0: What are some bands, out of like hardcore bands out of there?
3: Uh, the it big was one was Criminal. Foundation. Oh, they just broke up, though, Which right? broke up. Yeah. Criminal Instinct. Instinct was one for a little bit. Um, Mastodon.
2: Mastodon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a lot of some of the smaller bands. Some bands are getting bigger. My friend and old bandmate and roommate's band, like Revenge Season, is like getting. Some they attention. The yeah, cool. they're they're kinda of along more of that vein of hardcore, but they're doing cool shit. Right on. Uh,
0: I think Knocked loose shows are just big everywhere too now. Yeah, true, true. they really are. Yeah. Uh, that band
3: up. is honestly kind of fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, they do really well. I was in, like, Louisville last summer, and, like, they were, like, the pride of Louisville. Oh, yeah. Like, people were, like, really stoked on them. And, like, just people, like... I was, like, walking into different conversations, and people were bringing them up. Because, like, there's, like, Kentucky guys, and, like, their band got, like... Their band was good and, like, got pretty successful. So people are yeah. pretty stoked on it. That's really I'd, cool.
2: Yeah, and I I had heard a lot of buzz about them because one of my favorite bands is Every Time I Die, and they did, like, they toured two, or, them, two right? or three different tours with them last year. Yeah. yeah and I was like, man, they must be... Must be really solid dudes, I guess. So I just, yeah, you know, looked them up and I, they are a fun band for sure. Yeah, hell yeah. Arf arf.
0: <laughs> every time I die rules too. Yeah. You for hear sure. their new album? Yeah, low teens. Yeah, it's great. It's pretty sick. Uh,
2: they've never disappointed me with a record. Each one is each new one they put out is my favorite one.
1: Yeah, I think they're really good about, um, sounding like Every Time I Die mm-hmm. still, while not being like crazy redundant and. You know sounding like all the songs are the same they're able as to they've to always been
2: somehow able to still push themselves like for like doing it for so long
1: loving new black so much when that song came out when i was younger guitar but they Hero. Don't really sound anything like that anymore but it's still like i don't know i love all phases of every time i die well then sure. they even
2: they even still tried they still try new stuff like on low teens um that song two summers is the first song that uh keith doesn't scream anything on It's like they're still finding ways to try new things even though they're like what eight nine albums into their career yeah. Yeah.
1: Them crooked vultures yeah. <laughs> wasn't that his side proj
2: no it was um the damned things Oh, okay with uh two of the fall i'm thinking of guys. a different side proj yeah you're think thinking so. of like dave grohl i think in the-
1: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> a little different yeah boxcar racer
0: yeah that's it <laughs> my the best every time I does so i project it's box car <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone was telling me recently that they still tour in a van too which i respect like every they're time they rent, yeah yeah so that's pretty sick cuz yep. you know they're packing out like 2000 cap venues
1: i see a surprising amount of bigger bands in the greenwise rent- rental vans or really? the green green what is it i can't remember the, it's it's a specific company oh. that has the converted vans and a lot of people are doing those oh like veggie oil vans yeah. oh fuck yeah that's, yeah, sick. that's pretty
0: cool I have friends who did that to their van. Um, They run Community Records out in New Orleans. Nice. And I remember they were like, they did a Kickstarter for that like eight, nine years ago, and I was just like so stoked on the idea. And they were like, they were like older. I like looked up to those guys a lot, and I was like, yeah, when I'm older, I'm going to do that, like convert a van. Community is an awesome label too. Yeah. Yeah. They work fucking really hard. Greg and d are awesome. They actually did like the, I think the second Choke Artist Podcast episode like a year and a half ago. But um, yeah, they converted their van to veggie oil, and now they... It's pretty much free gas and no really bad effects on the environment, you know? Yeah. One one less carbon footprint out of millions and billions and trillions of people, you know? But it's still... It's nice. It's a nice sentiment, and it's cool to see people doing that, you know?
1: What sucks is a lot of restaurants are, like, trying to kill it from happening almost because they'll, like, pay for the oil to be recycled themselves and, and like, get it taken out by a service and everything, so they just... Like, a lot of bands
0: will pull up and be like, can we have the oil? And they're like, no, it's spoken for. (laughs) Yeah. But it's weird because they have to pay to get it taken away. Yeah. And, like, bands people will take it free and use it as gas. And I think now that some businesses have realized that, like, they might even charge bands or something. Which is bullshit. You know, it was garbage. It's waste. Yeah. It's fucking, yeah, it's oil and fat and shit. But, yeah, yeah, it seems like a lot of maintenance and upkeep to do, like, biodiesel. Very true. Veggie oil van. Yeah it would be fucking sick though free gas forever yeah right like, <laughs>
1: yeah like you said they, if it falls apart it's like the van is done it's not like a quick fix most of the time no, it's yeah. like you know you you have it's diesel engines that are going through a crazy conversion and everything
0: yeah install a whole system and, like, a heater, so, like, it only like it only converts. Like, my friend does it out of North Jersey and, like, heat it, install this conversion system, and then once the engine gets a certain temperature, then that's when it can, like, actually use veggie oil. Yeah, oils. so you
1: have to turn it on and let it crank for a while, and then you got to do the switch only at, like, the right exact time and everything.
0: Yeah. yeah. Would be so cool, though. Yeah, definitely. definitely. You know? I just bought a van. I mean, I'm still paying it off, but I'm, I bought a van, and it's just, like, a forward van. And it's like I think I'm gonna just use it as my car once my actual car takes a shit. It's like fuck it, I'm not. Why not? Yeah, it's gonna. It works fine, you know. Yeah. And it's like uh, it's kind of a minivan. It's not like it's not gigantic like passenger van. So, know yeah, it'll work. It's like an Aerostar. Uh, it's like uh, a Ford Transit. You're uh, obsessed yeah, with things. Aerostars. <laughs> Dude, I was obsessed with Astro vans like for like Yeah, shows are great. Those are right? tight. They
1: they're great on gas mileage and fit a lot of stuff in them. I still see them around. Like around. Are
2: those ones yeah. with like the four captain's chairs in there?
1: Yeah, we got one for like 1500 off eBay or off Craigslist before a tour one time and uh it worked great and it was awesome, but we 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 liked it so much when we got back we took it to a good mechanic cuz we just wanted to get whatever it needed to last another couple years at least. Yeah. And uh, the guy was like, "These axles are like broken off, so y'all should have just like tumbled like five oh or six my God. times. <laughs> <I don't>, fuck, <laughs> should have fell fallen right off the wheels, pretty much." <laughs> so, yeah, the nice Craigsla- p- That's the Craigslist van life. Yeah, that's where, that's Your what what mechanic was like Craigslist.
2: nice van guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's like our fourth Craigslist van. Yeah, you go through them fast. But I mean, if, if it's like a thousand, that's cheaper than the rental. And if it makes it through the tour, yeah,
2: you made your money. Yeah, it lasted as long it as it was di- supposed it to. You can die
1: peacefully after that. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Put it to sleep.
1: Yeah. Good night, sweet. Well,
2: scrap
0: it. Good for night, my sweet. I
1: mean, that's well, true. Yeah, cool. there's a lot of mechanics that will pick up a, a broken down van for like a hundred bucks. You know.
0: Yeah, that's true for parts. Yeah, Let's scrap it, junk it.
1: I love all that stuff.
0: Yeah. Lo- love big races. Scrappin- I love
1: scrappies. I love junkies.
0: <laughs> yeah. I have been trying to go to a monster truck rally. <laughs> oh, dude, Ooh, that Sunday, show was
2: Sunday, last Sunday. week. It is the day to do
3: it. I man. think it was last week in Atlanta. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I I used to work over by like the Georgia Dome and stuff where they would have that. And that was, Recipe's I would have to go Georgia right Dome. past it to get home. And whenever the, that was always the most interesting clientele. Yeah. Yeah. It was lots of camo.
2: <laughs> it would be like a lot of like of parents retreat.
3: like holding their little kids hands and they all wearing ha- uh camo and like the parents are like blowing cigarette smoke in their kids faces and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> I swear to god I saw that like I multiple times. <laughs> they
0: don't serve water, they just serve Monster energy. Monster
3: energy and Bud Light, yeah. <laughs> and a nice cocktail. Together, yeah. <laughs> Double fist. You ever mixed that?
1: Oh god. <laughs> Delicious. I think that's what Four Loco is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is actually what the monster trucks run on too. Pour it right in the engine and now that's yeah, they, an they had a four idea. Loco conversion. Yeah, we got the.
1: <laughs> I'll do it. Let's do I, it. I would love to tour on Four Loco. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna
3: convert my minivan to fucking Four Loco. That's what's
0: dude. up. <laughs> I think the next Champagne Color Cars tour, you guys should just drink Four Loco. Like study Four I Loco. I can't down. do that. Four Loco oh, Color Cars, baby. Do that. <laughs> They, uh, they changed the ingredient. Like, they took all the... All the fun stuff out of yeah, it. Yeah, they took all the, the caffeine. MDMA. Shit.
3: Yeah,
2: they made it bad again. <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah,
3: but Four Gold like is good. really good. You ever heard the gold one? It's 14% alcohol instead of 12% alcohol, and cool. it tastes like
0: Red Bull. You can really nice. taste that 2%. It's fucking good. Yeah. I have friends who would black out off that shit.
1: Like yeah. Heavy. I'm all about Red Dawn. <laughs> you should not drink it
2: regularly.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, shit. Anything else you guys want to plug about the band? Uh, We vinyl pre orders vinyl that used to do vinyl,
1: yeah. Yeah, Um, we we did it ourselves. Uh, (laughs) We edged it ourselves. We
3: you
0: you made the lacquers and stamped it. I ordered, Uh, I went to vinyl. Okay,
3: wholesale some vinyl.
1: I went to (laughs) usvinyl.gov and I ordered this uh, the green (laughs) 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 one green green one, one, please. Yeah, we're really actually. I carved it out. My knife, me and this guy, Tyler. X are obsessed with vinyl and we're big record collectors so True. we as soon as we made the record we just decided we wanted to do it no matter what even Hell though yeah. it was from our own dime we just went shopping around and, and found a really good deal
0: where'd you guys who'd you guys go through A to Z Media where are they out of Czech Republic? I believe. Oh
1: right? uh, well, they the company is in the U.S. somewhere, but their plant is in Prague. A I lot believe. of
0: a lot of plants are actually overseas. Yeah, yeah, and that's
1: really what all the companies are here. They're just middlemen, really. Yeah,
0: they're just going through those plants overseas. They design a
1: really good templated website and everything.
0: Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, yeah and then
2: ease of um, use was top notch. Great people working on it.
1: And then, uh, yeah, uh, our buddy Trey, who runs Lost State Records in Portland, is teaming up with us to put it out, and he uh, has a buddy. Chris from, I believe it's Chris from Square of Opposition Records. Yeah, uh, that's from around here. Yeah, and uh, Chris Reject. He, he does a lot of screen printing, and he's doing the screen printing on the records. Cool. Yeah, they so run a
0: they run a screen printing shop, Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations. Yeah, that's that. where
1: our records are being sent to.
0: Oh, six. <laughs> so they're screen printing the jackets. Yeah, so, uh, uh, no, no. The,
1: on the
2: it's a single sided twelve inch, oh. and so the other side is going to have the artwork. That's uh, so screen tight. Printed on I love it. when yeah.
0: bands do that. Actually, I had that sports perspective a lovely hand to hold that lines. is one of the most beautiful vinyls inch. i have and the other side is, oh, shouts man, out
1: to ben walker perspective a lovely hand to hold beautiful boys we love you
0: yeah i think like the new such gold 12 inch too same thing screen printed like it's a 12 inch but it's really only five songs oh, yeah i need to get other that side screen printed yeah ours is like Shout a minute
1: to too though. long to
3: fit on a seven inch so oh, was, shit. Like, yeah man, we, we did one
0: seven
1: <laughs> and the, the quote was actually really good for sevens but uh yeah yeah, it we had to been. do that fifth
2: song. Stupid. I know. <laughs> Music's
1: the worst.
3: I think dude. when we went to record that EP, Andy Damon realized we were doing five songs. He thought we were doing four songs. And I was like, "Oh, we got to record another one." And he's like, "Wait, what?" I'm like, "Yeah, There's five now." <laughs> five yeah, we that. acted like we just added it as yeah. we got there. Oh, we well, just
1: finished the fifth. You don't fifth. know what we happened did. in a car right over like the song. You don't, we just you don't had four remember when we left.
2: <laughs> you guys don't remember that we did finish that song three days before we yeah, got yeah, into true, the studio. True. <laughs>
0: Well, help helps beef, beef up that EP, you know? But yeah, I mean, yeah. as
2: far as plugs, that's the only one I can think of, vinyl pre-orders. Pre-order yeah. that shit. We're, all, we're on the internet. We're yeah. find us internet. on Tinder. How
0: many records did you guys make, if you don't mind me asking? 250 250 Nice. Nice. Usually, like, the price break is at, like, 300 I think I'm the, like, the yeah, price
1: break for us was at 250
3: yeah, so see, we did. <laughs> we wanted to
1: do 200 and then he said it'd be pointless doing anything below $250 price wise Yeah,
0: so. like that. When I did the Aim Overcast record, it was like, a 10-inch. really was long enough to be a 10-inch, but the guy at the plan was like, honestly, if you're only doing 300, you're going to spend more money pressing a 10-inch because it's like not common. You yeah, know, like exactly. Record. That's
1: what I've been told. The 10s are just like the hardest presses to come by, I guess. I think yeah. this
3: company said they would do 10s, but it was like the exact same, prices, but 12 the yeah. like yeah. same price as a 12-inch. at that point, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think it's cool that you don't have to flip our record too, you know? I agree. It's
0: my least favorite part of listening to <laughs> records yeah. is yeah. getting up. Yeah. <laughs> What are you screen printing on the other side of it?
2: The artwork There's like it's, it's got mountains yeah. on it that uh, that Ben mocked up for us and uh, they're just it's a it's a seafoam green uh, vinyl and then the the mountains are going to be in white.
0: Sick. Yeah. That goes well with the artwork. I mean obviously you guys planned it that way, but just, yeah. Awesome. It's a fun little EP too. I'm Thank glad you, guys. Yes, man. Glad you guys. That means a lot we'll for have... you.
1: You're one of my favorite musicians oh, in the world, oh, so. Well, Joe, I mean, me come on, brother. What's up?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, I'm, I appreciate you guys stopping by, too. Let, let's wrap this pot. Any last words? Any f- time. Uh, uh, Carhartt,
2: hit us up. Uh, Carhartt, hit us up. Uh, Gushers, yeah. hit Can us you up.
1: send me free Carhartt? Can <laughs> you send us free Carhartt? Drummer wears Carhartt. Every article of clothing he has on his body is Carhartt. We need to get some money. Send I mean, me clothes. money.
2: But, uh, Thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you for oh, having us you on for your podcast. Yeah, Joe, of course.
1: You're awesome. Aww. Your bands are awesome. Invalids and Angles. And Can't oh, wait yeah. to Thanks fucking to party. couch crash too. Yeah,
2: of
0: course. Whenever you're in town, ta- whenever you're in town, come crash. Um, uh, be on that's the lookout. on recording, guys. Be on the lookout for the CCC Seafoam Green vinyl.
2: Pooh. We, we love you.
0: Meow. Go.